Hello and welcome to Simple Self-Care by Naturally, Randy Kay. This is a podcast dedicated to simplifying the healing journey by aligning your self-care practices with your own inner wisdom and the natural cycles outside and within. Though self-care has become quite the buzzword, it's actually a vital tool that can fit beautifully into your everyday life. Join me as we explore how to create a deep and meaningful relationship with ourself naturally, intentionally, and simply. Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of Simple Self-Care. We're still here, we being me and you, (laughs) making it through, doing our best, right? I hope you're doing okay. This week, I am excited to be here to bring you a short and sweet solo episode this time around about a topic that is very near and dear to my heart, though I haven't talked about it too much on here. Instead, I just have on guests that share their wisdom on the matter, and I get to nod and agree and share little bits here and there. But I have been getting the nudge for a while that I need to be sharing and teaching more about the healing power of a simplified lifestyle, since it's such a big part of my life and how I operate and how I approach healing myself and those that I work with. So in the honor of spring and quarantine, where a lot of us are decluttering and spring cleaning and reorganizing our homes and our lives, I figured now is a good time to start. Originally, when I planned this episode for you, I had these grand plans to make it a heavily researched presentation of simplifying and minimalism and how it aids in our healing and mental health. And I wanted to have an accompanying workbook so you could start your own journey and it was going to be epic and perfect and wonderful. But given the current state of things and caring for my own life and mental health, creating this episode was starting to give me some anxiety. I had set some unrealistic expectations and I have to laugh about it because I was taking a complicated and maximalistic approach to creating an episode about minimalism and simplifying. So that resulted in me not creating an episode for you last week and I am delivering it to you very late this week because I needed to take some time to cool it and practice what I preach let go of some expectations, and know that I will create those other resources for you in time. But for now, I want to share with you my story, what I've learned and experienced firsthand, and some things for you to consider if you want to try this whole simplifying thing out for yourself and your life. Sound good? (sighs) Deep breath. Okay, great. So, like many people, My journey began with stuff, physical stuff. The year, 2012. My first marriage was ending and all of the things we had acquired, the things that held such purpose and meaning were now insignificant or reminders of a future that would never come to pass. And in the process of separating things, selling things, creating a new home for myself, that was the first time I noticed how much unnecessary meaning I had put on my stuff. And I realized how much happier I was when I didn't own, take care of, and manage a lot of things, 
So in this whole major life change, I ended up moving back home to Fargo, North Dakota, where I still am, with all that I could fit in my Subaru Outback, and I moved into my first studio apartment with only an air mattress and a lamp and some borrowed kitchen dishware to my name. And I was surprised at how much I actually liked that and how much I enjoyed starting over at 26, 27 years old. After so many life experiences and life lessons, I got to start fresh and rebuild with my newfound love for simpler things, trusting my desires and my inner compass. It was shortly after this new phase of life started that I befriended Joshua Fields Milburn from The Minimalists and minimalist world traveler Colin Wright at a conference here in Fargo. They started talking about this idea of minimalism, of only having things that carry true value, of being intentional about not only what you have, but how you live your life. And through them, I learned that what I was currently experiencing and adopting was actually a thing. So from there, I was introduced to Courtney Carver, who I have had on the podcast twice now, and she was actually just on at the beginning of this season. So please go back and listen because she's wonderful. But she taught me about capsule wardrobes through her method, Project 333, and I figured it would be a fun place to start doing this whole simplifying thing more intentionally. And through that process, I realized how stressed out I was about clothes and my closet and the daily act of getting dressed added this weird subtle layer of stress to my day, the process of finding something to wear, looking at a cluttered closet full of clothes I never wore and half of them I didn't like, uh, unnecessary piles of laundry and yada yada. But when I simplified it, it was like a fog was lifted and I enjoyed everything in my closet and I liked to go to it every day. And I would look in there and just feel happy and calm. And it was super easy figuring out things to wear. And I liked planning outfits for like the first time ever. And I learned that this newfound ease and this layer of stress being taken out of my life is where the healing magic of simplifying starts to come into play. Where something we do externally influences us internally. And it can seem subtle and almost insignificant at first, but when you start to implement this into multiple areas of life, these little layers become big chunks of reduced stress and chaos. So because of how my closet and wardrobe made me feel, I meshed this way of operating into my kitchen and my pantry and my junk drawers, which wasn't that hard at this time because I still didn't have a lot of stuff at this point. Now, don't get me wrong. I was still mourning and processing leaving my old life behind. But living a simplified life brought me so much calm and joy that it really helped me embrace and lean into the new life that I was creating. Now, fast forward a few years, after moving out of my studio apartment, getting busy with new jobs, opportunities, friends, community, my life filled back up. I remarried and now shared a space with a new person and all of their things. Friends would crash at our place and leave things behind when they moved we purchased a house and there was a lot of stuff that was left behind by the previous owners. We got dogs. I opened up a healing studio. And all of a sudden, while I still held on to the values of minimalism, life cluttered back up. Now, I loved my life changes and how things evolved, 
but it was a lot in a short amount of time. And there were things about it that were getting out of alignment with how I wanted to live and operate my life. What I didn't realize about living a simplified and intentional life is that it takes constant care, which is good news because it's all part of the medicine, the learning. And the method of self-care that I teach is creating practices that allow you to regularly check in and course correct. But it's always a humble reminder that this constant care needs to be applied to most areas of life. So over the past year or so, now that the major life changes have dwindled a bit, and well, before the global pandemic jolted all of our lives, I've been realigning myself and my life with the simplifying principles that I know to be so grounding and healing. And I've been aligning this way of operating with the natural seasons and cycles of the earth, with my own body and energy levels, with all that I know in my professional life of healing chronic pain, and with the phase of life that I'm in now. And I truly love it. It has been a key player in managing my depression and health issues over the years. It has helped me heal on a deep level by exposing me to the deeper layers of myself and what makes me fulfilled. And it's been such a joy to help my clients and community take this way of living on as well and use it as a powerful healing tool. And I'm very inspired and excited to share more and more about it on this podcast, on my blog, with my coaching programs and online courses and beyond. So yeah, here we are. That's my story in a nutshell, which hopefully you found interesting, maybe sparked some interest on the matter. But to sum it all up, I do want to leave you with some key takeaways for you to think about as you consider this approach for your own life. One, simplifying creates a capacity to handle and process what really matters. When we aren't cluttering up our life with extra decisions, like what to wear, or ways of operating, like frantically sifting through junk in the house to find a stapler or whatever, spending money on things we don't need or already have, like the stapler we couldn't find but was in a drawer somewhere, etc. We get to lower the stress response in the body and create space to cope with real-life stressors. So again, we're shedding these subtle layers of stress and annoyance and triggers that compiled up are these bigger chunks of stress so we can have the capacity to deal with and process things that come up at work, our families, our own healing journeys. You get the idea. Two, we can enjoy more of what really matters. So along the same lines of being able to handle stress better, we're also making space for more joy. We create a system for us to even just think about what is meaningful and enjoyable in our lives, and we get an opportunity to intentionally choose it. And we also create more peace and calm and room for joy in our homes and with the people that we love, which is more important than ever. Three, when a crisis hits, we already have a lifestyle that helps us deal and adjust to the situation. One of the unexpected side effects of this pandemic is that it is bringing to light the truth of our lives. Every area is needing to be looked at, examined, and adjusted to deal 
with this thing. And we are learning what has been working for us and what hasn't. And though I still have a lot of refining to do in my life, I am so grateful that I have cleared a lot of the chaos out of my life and I'm already living a somewhat essential lifestyle. So simplifying helps us live from a solid foundation. So like I mentioned in my first point, we can deal with life stressors and changes as they come about. All right, there are many other benefits and things to consider, and I definitely have more to say about it, but that will come in time along with more resources for you to start implementing these things into your own life. But the good news is that if you are jiving with this, I already have past podcast episodes you can listen to right now that feature my favorite simplicity and minimalism teachers. And they can give you some great starting points and thoughts and tangible ways for you to implement these things right now. So I'll link to them in the show notes at naturallyrandyk.com slash podcast. But you can also scroll down the list wherever you are listening and check out my chats with Courtney Carver, who started Project 333, Joshua Becker, who wrote The Minimalist Home, a great book right now for spring cleaning, Melissa Coleman, who wrote The Minimalist Kitchen, Anthony Angaro from Break the Twitch, who has an awesome membership site for simplifying your work life, Becca Shern from Minimal Wellness, and more. Oh, and stay tuned for next week where I chat with the amazing Kate Northrup, one of my teachers and author of the book Do Less on all things seasonal and cyclical living. It's one of my favorite conversations. I can't wait to share it with you, so stay tuned. And thank you for joining me here. Thanks for being a part of this community. And as always, reach out. Let me know how you're doing, where you're at on your simplifying journey, and how I can help. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Randy Kay, a holistic health practitioner and educator that has been helping people heal through bodywork, therapeutic yoga, and self-care coaching for over a decade. My mission is to help people simplify the healing journey by amplifying their own inner wisdom and teaching seasonal self-care practices. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with a friend, leave a review on iTunes, or post it on social media. And if you do that, please tag me so I can see it and connect with you that way at Naturally Randy K. You can also commune with me via email if you sign up for my weekly-ish newsletter, The Simple Letters. You can sign up at naturallyrandyk.com slash newsletter. That's naturally, R-A-N-D-I-K-A-Y dot com slash newsletter and hearing from you in some way totally makes my life and I always make sure to personally respond and be sure to join me next time as the self-care conversation continues until we meet again take good care and enjoy the journey